The Bulls have three seconds to try a shot and try to win the game. This is the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Coming to you from the betting deck. Don't believe what I just saw. Here are your hosts. Jenks! Sideline! Touchdown! Unbelievable! Smitty and Q. What up, boys? A little notebook wagering tonight. I'm excited. It's draft night. NFL and college football, for sure, are the... Uh, the power sports on our show. We just get to cover a little bit of both. I mean, college coming to NFL, it's an exciting time. We have the draft on Thursday, tomorrow, and then, or two days from now, and then we're in OTAs, and then training camp, and then we're getting an extended football season. I'm excited. What do you guys think? I can't wait, man. Tonight's show is going to be tremendous. We're going to do a live mock draft everybody's going to swap some picks around we already deciphered an order this is going to help people tie into maybe some wagers we got floating out there for the draft over unders where the picks land who takes who also going to help some people tie into some fantasy here uh this is going to be uh crazy as long as smitty gets these last names correct probably won't probably will butcher my central pennsylvania uh hip talk will come out here pretty well here I hope Smitty drafts that linebacker out of Notre Dame tonight. I'm just going to say linebacker. <laughs> uh, cool, man. So we got Jason. We got J Cam. Uh, go and give your Twitter out. We always like to do that. I'm J Cam 34. You guys saddle me with the Jets twice, so I appreciate that. And we'll try to actually do better than they've done for the last 50 years. Say so we do we Jets Jets Jets. Do we send them clips of this and see if we make the uh, the draft team next year if we do well? Absolutely. We should send all the bad drafting. This teams. is kind of like a highlight tape. Yeah. I'd love to send like uh, Jerry Jones. All right, boys, let's get into this. Matt, you take us away because you obviously are the organizer for this, so get us going. So welcome to the 2021 NFL Mock Draft on Notebook Wagering. We're going to do this a little different tonight. We're going to shuffle some picks around. We're going to do double up picks for the same team. So Kaminsky's going to hit the Jets twice. Smitty has the Jags twice. Q has the Dolphins twice. And I landed the Ravens twice. So let us begin. Smitty, Todd Smith, GM, Jacksonville Jaguars, you are on the clock. I'm on the helmet phone right now listening. Well, I think this one's pretty easy. I'm not going to, I'm not going to take a lot of time here. Uh, you know, you look at the quarterbacks. There's a couple that you could take here, but I'm going to go with Mr. Lawrence out of Clemson. Guy's a stud, could be one of the highest um, quarterback since Andrew Luck, probably the biggest hype coming out. So I will take Lawrence with the number one overall pick, and hopefully he wins some games for Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence off the big board. Smitty, great job. We pretty much knew. Yeah, that was that was tough. I was, when I when I got the email today and saw I had number one, man, I had to really start looking at some stuff here. And I, yeah, I shouldn't have picked so well earlier, but uh, you are right. So supposedly he was the highest rated coming out since Luck. Um, but then again, that list also included Jameis Winston of all people. So uh, we'll see. So pick number two, Jason Kaminsky and the New York Jets are on the clock. 
Uh, acting as uh, Joe Douglas here, uh, it's you know it's one of those things you look at, and it's pretty clear it's going to be Zach Wilson. I'm not 100% sure why. Um, it seems like everybody and their mother likes the, uh, the Fields or Lance or even Jones better, but uh, the Jets seem to love Wilson. They dealt away Darnold. It's, uh, they got their quarterback. They're trying to rebuild everything, as always, and uh, this is their guy. This is a pretty easy one. Uh, it'll be interesting seeing to see how he does with uh, the scheme there. Uh, coming to the East Coast from the West Coast, I think he's a Hawaii guy, too. So, uh, yeah, pretty easy pick, Zach Wilson. Fantastic. Just uh, we'll we'll put a little insight into each pick though. Kaminsky, you think there's any chance this pick gets traded? Any chance? It doesn't seem like it. I mean, this seems to be um, locked up as number one, which is kind of surprising because uh, I think they really could trade back a couple of spots. I don't think everyone's as high on Wilson as they are. I don't think that's it's even close. That's why I asked. I mean, there, there's uh, and we know the draft is going to get crazy and definitely going to throw some curveballs. So somebody in here might throw some curveballs as well. But with that, we're going to go to pick number three. Q, you are on the clock with the San Francisco 49ers. So John Lentz delegated me to make the pick. He said it was on my uh, on my shoulders. So I'm going to go ahead and keep this simple, and we're going to take Mac Jones at Alabama. I just think they're done with the Jimmy Garoppolo between the injuries. Uh, I mean, it just doesn't seem to be panning out. Um, I heard it best on the show. You know, if the Patriots kind of get rid of you, there's a reason for it. Uh, they have some of the best – uh, eye for talent. So um, I think we're starting to see that come to fruition. I think Mac Jones is just uh, a really solid quarterback. I think he's one of the better quarterbacks Saban has put out. Um, he's accurate. You know, he's composed. He's a bigger guy. Doesn't have to be the most athletic. I mean, we saw Tom Brady's photos in his draft year. Uh, Mac Jones is kind of comparable um, in that sense. So uh, I think this is a no brainer for them. I think they like him better than Fields. Um, San Francisco, real quick, has has tried the Justin Fields, the Kaepernick-style quarterback, and it just really hasn't worked out for him. So, Mac Jones here. And just remember, Mac Jones can really play cornhole. I brought that up a long time ago. (laughs) That shows accuracy. Can really play cornhole. Keep an eye, and I said it, and I like like that pick. That's where I went on the draft sheet. Q, I agree with you. I think Mac Jones is a good quarterback. I think he's going to do really well. And, guys, let me – I know Matt said we can bring something up. Do you think Jimmy – Grapes gets dealt here during the draft immediately. Yeah, I think so too. You, you can't have those guys just kind of staring at each other all year at the practice field. Plus, you mentioned Shanahan with uh, Kaepernick. You also had Robert Griffin in Washington. And what's something they did that year was kind of weird is they drafted Kirk Cousins like three rounds later. And Jones kind of looks a lot like Kirk Cousins. So uh, maybe if it's the system better, maybe it's something that he likes better. Somebody rumor on the street is Garoppolo could probably uh, probably fetch a fourth in return. Wow! Uh, and I okay. mean, if if the uh, I mean, I think that's the ceiling. But I I mean, you you know, Belichick would pull the pull the trigger on that immediately. All right. I think the guy, I think he's a really good quarter. It's just the health. I mean, and that goes with so many guys. I mean, it's just the health situation. I I think he's not a bad quarterback. I think it's time to move on. I mean, I really like the Mac Jones there. I mean, that's in the, you know, in the real draft, that's going to be where that's an interesting spot right there. What's going to happen? Cause man, the betting lines are really changing between Lance Jones. There's still some people thinking Justin Fields there. So that's, I would have done what Q did there. Mac Jones. Agreed. Agreed. Can I just throw one last question on that? I know we got to keep it moving, but does Denver go and get Jimmy G? Since they're kind of, I mean, it seems all intents and purposes, they're done with 
uh, their quarterback experiment. I think Denver's in the perfect spot to play wait and see who we get. I can see them making a move, though. Yeah, if they come up one or two spots, I think they'll I think they'll do it. it but for anybody listening, we are not going to do trades in this. We're going to stick to the sheet and just fire off the hip because as me being on the clock now at, with the Atlanta Falcons at number four, I actually think this is where the, the draft starts to, to shift. And this is where a trade would probably happen because in our group's opinion, it's a little high to take a tight end at pick number four overall really high i mean this is a a team that actually has some really good offensive weapons do they need they just run in hayden hurst the other year do they really need another tight end i actually so i'm on the clock here if i were the gm here i mean the consensus pick is kyle pitts how do i change my logic in this and i just can't get away from it unless before this pick comes out that julio jones gets traded then i would lean jamar chase but the consensus here is actually pretty too easy for me. And everybody just seems to be flowing with Kyle Pitts. I personally hate the pick, but I'm going to stick with the best tight end. I mean, the drop off after that to, to me, isn't that significant down the fryer move, the kid from uh, Boston college who can block. And there's a couple other guys out there. The, the sleeper from George is a nice pick later that you can hit. You can address the tight end need, but pick four, give me Kyle Pitts, tight end, Florida. Smitty, you are on the clock with the Cincinnati well, I, Bengals. Can I just real fast? I know. Yeah, you can touch on that. I just because I heard something today that I I guess he was on a show today, Pitts, and he kind of made it sound. He said they really seemed like they liked me, but I wouldn't be shocked now if they go quarterback. That's been so, the rumor. So, and you you want my honest opinion? So, everybody listening, we are doing a draft sheet. We're trying to pick, and we had a bonus question that was. Will the out of the first five picks will four be quarterbacks? And I'll give you guys a little snippet of my draft. I am the only person who picked. Yes, there will be four taken in the first five, and my pick number four was Trey Lance, and I'm locked in. I was actually going to go Fields because he's a Georgia native. Yeah, I'd agree with that too. And he plays well on the turf. He's so much faster on turf. I'm going Lance because uh, the rumor is Arthur Blank's enamored by him, and I think I think Fields is the QB who drops in this one. Fair. And 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 real, I just want to add, and then we'll, uh, then I'll move here really fast with the pick. So same, I heard the same thing. Like the owner, and I think I brought it up on last week's show. The owner loves Lance. Some of the other people, they you know they like Pitts. Same thing I heard with San Francisco is the coach Shanahan loves Jones. The scouts don't like him, and they like Lance. Now, again, this is so, you know, smokescreen. Yep. Who knows what could happen? I mean, we'll probably Justin Fields will go three. I mean, who knows? So, I mean, <laughs> it's just – it is what it is. All right, Cincinnati, give me the kid out of – Sewell out of uh, Oregon. I, you know, this is a hard one. I, I And on my sheet, I did switch. I had Chase going here because this is – I think this is – such a hard spot because do you have the do you have Burrow going? I want my guy out of LSU. But and I had it in my first sheet. I had that. I had Chase going there, but then I switched it because deep down, 
and you know me, I love offensive line and you need offensive line because, man, when you see that scar on his leg, you need people blocking for and keeping your franchise quarterback up. So give me the uh, give me the line guy, Oregon, So I'll and I will take him with the Cincinnati Bengals. One, Smitty, one sack in about 1,376 snaps in his career. Smitty, I think you're absolutely right. You saw what the, the Chiefs just did. Uh, you got to protect – you got to protect your your money man. Uh, Burrow's the he's the future there. I mean, it, it's perfect. You line up Sewell now. You move uh, Jonah Williams probably inside or to the right right tackle. And uh, if you pick up one more lineman in this draft, I think you can get three solid linemen and fill in the gaps with some free agents here. And I think the Bengals are going to be right where they need to be. All right, Q. I was actually you wanted gonna, it. Well, yeah, I was actually going to real quick go. Uh, oh, hit it. I don't think you could go wrong by Pickett Sewell, but I think the game is changing, and I think the quarterbacks are getting who they want. And I say I think two is going to line up with a Alabama receiver because it's continuity, right? He's a young guy. It's uh, and we're getting college coaches, we're getting a spread offense in football, and they're going to get the guys they're familiar with. And we've seen history. So Chad Johnson leaves Cincinnati. They immediately go get AJ Green, right? Deep threat. They have T Higgins, who's not really a deep threat. He's a, you have two slot guys, T Higgins and Tyler Boyd. Uh, I think they go replace AJ Green, and I think they go with Jamar Chase as as that guy, thinking he could be the next AJ Green or Chad Johnson there. Um, while I do agree with Smitty, I think they should pick Sewell. I just think they're going to say go to Burrow and say, "Who do you want?" And he's going to pick his boy from LSU because they have a, a rhythm. So, what? Again, I don't think you're. it's a bad pick by any means. I think the safer pick is to protect him long-term. I mean, they already had Carson Palmer blow his knee out, so they've been through that situation before. But I think that at the end of the day, they're going to go chase here and get that deep threat because it's just what they've done. Um, all right, Miami Dolphins. This is a weird pick, right? So if, they, if, if like you said, the number four overall gets traded, then they, it's a no-brainer they're taking Kyle Pitts. He reminds me of a faster Mike Evans. He's just uncoverable. Uh, you know, he's, he's, he could play tight end or he could play wide receiver. Um, he's a matchup nightmare. I mean, he's got hands uh, that are incredible. If that trade doesn't happen, I have them going with, well, if Chase doesn't get picked, I think they go Chase. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and stick to my guns here, and I'm just going to give you off my sheet. I have them going Devontae Smith. I leaned Waddle because he's a little bit bigger. I just think Smith, they're kind of going on hype right now. Um, I think Smith and Tua have a little more of a connection than Tua and Waddle. Um, and I don't think Brian Flores really cares about the weight. I think he kind of sees a Marvin Harrison aspect here. So you went with Devonta Smith from Bama over uh, Jamar Chase from LSU. Big shocker there for our uh, listeners. I think uh, I, I went off my draft sheet, so I was trying to be I, hey, faithful. I, I would I think rather have great. Chase. It's it's great. I think uh, this really gives you some something to think about for pick number seven with the Detroit Lions. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, it would be interesting if that did happen. This the Lions would have a really hard decision to make here because yeah. you know they want to make a big pick, kind of show that things are changing, but they would have to trade down. Uh, even though they could use Chase themselves, they would get offered something they couldn't say no to. I would think. All right, so the Lions, I'm back on the clock. Again, man, this is a tough one. Uh, the Lions are weird, right? So they – it seems to me like they're always drafting a running back or a wide receiver. Um, 
you know, whether it was the running back out of uh, California or Kevin Jones out of tech, you know, Calvin Johnson, um, they just lost Kenny Galladay. I think their best receiver right now um, is their tight end out of Iowa. And then Marvin Jones Jr. is so, so if Chase is here, it's a no brainer. They're going to go chase. Uh, so that's my pick for them. Jamar Chase from LSU. All right, here's a let's play a little hypothetical here. So Kaminsky, I think you're spot on. I think if if Chase falls to them at seven, you have to think somebody's going to want to come up for another quarterback or Jamar Chase. What what do you think it takes to come up, say, the Eagles from twelve to get to seven? So I, I think that is pretty close to what the Steelers did for Bush. That's the trade I always think about. So it would probably be a first and a second this year, right? They would flip ones. You'd add a two, and then you'd have some. So teams are going to want that pick for next year, too, because it's, it's such a deep draft. So it'll be interesting how much that plays into teams moving up. Is how many, you know, instead of giving a current year pick, giving a next year pick. Because it's going to be almost like a three times the draft pool there is this year because of the college eligibility rules. So, uh I think the team you'd watch there too is Baltimore with the two number ones, but that would be a harder sell because the ones are so late. But I mean, Baltimore might just completely sell out at that point. That's really their hugest weakness. And uh, it'd be the best player they could possibly get to fill it. I think I, in, in my opinion, I think Q's right because uh, Q, they don't even have Marvin Jones anymore. Their top receivers are Tyrell Williams and Brashad Perriman. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, I, I mean, I, in my opinion, they have to stay there unless they're blown away, and they have to go with Jamar Chase or uh, Smith, Waddle, whoever there. But in our they're draft, they're going to go with the three. One of those three will be a yeah. Detroit line. I, I think in our draft, it's Jamar Chase. Yeah, yeah. All right, on the clock, Carolina Panthers in one. Jason Kaminsky again. You are on the clock, sir. I get to be Scott Fitterer, whoever that is. Uh, so Carolina is interesting because they had to be watching this whole thing play out and hoping one of these guys kind of fell to them. Uh, and, you know, they were kind of surprising last year. If you bet on Carolina, you were a pretty happy guy because they were pretty much in every game uh, with uh, Teddy throws about and a pretty good receiver core and without McCaffrey, which was pretty surprising. The defense was horrid, but I think it's too early to take anything to address that at this point. So um, offensive line, they really only have one quality offensive lineman, uh, the right tackle. So I would think they were probably hoping Sewell would fall here. I know they were probably dying that Sewell would fall here, but they probably would just take the backup and take Rashawn Slater, who uh, is a versatile guy. They can play him a guard or tackle and kind of protect uh, Darnold, Bridgewater, whoever's a quarterback as well, because I think they were one of the worst teams uh, in allowing quarterback pressure last year. I think that's a superb pick. That's the that's a kind of pick that uh... – Kuiper and McShay are going to love just because it's safe. It's not flashy for sure, but I don't think they need flash. They still have, they still have McCaffrey. Um, they still have the, the double wide receivers who are going to slip my name because I have so much crap going on, uh, but they're set. They lost uh, Curtis Samuel. They should have DJ Moore. Uh, yep. DJ Moore and uh, Robbie Anderson. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah. I actually so, think this is a trade pick. I think they trade back here, try to get maybe two picks in the first round. You know what? You know what? I think it's funny. I said to, to Doctor Brent the other night. There's so many people in these mocks that are trying to have a quarterback here, and I said, I just it's kind of what we said earlier with the San Francisco. So you just got Sam Darnold, and then you're drafting a quarterback. So you got a young guy that is coming down there thinking he's the guy, and then you're going to draft a quarterback. How's that going to work? 
like that doesn't make any sense to me. Some of these mock drafts with that. You um, also have Teddy Bridgewater, $25 million of cap hit sitting there as your yes. number three then, which uh, you, you can't move him. So no. you, have, you can't, but I agree. Fields would definitely go off the board here from somebody. Even if it's just Denver moving up one to make sure they get him. Yeah. Uh, it, this could be definitely a trade down uh, for Justin Fields. If he falls to this point, which I think he will. So. I, I, completely I, had, agree. I had a wide receiver on my sheet, but I mean, so we'll see. But again, I'm going wide receiver. I'm going. They're going. They're going offense here, and they're going weapons. I'm going wide receiver on my main sheet. Thank God you're not the GM of the Panthers. They lynch you. Hey, <laughs> I I got... The leg is about weapons. Let's get weapons. I know we got to keep it going, but look, so we have we haven't had this since '04. But do you think this situation and Kaminsky actually brought up? It's good hypothetical. So Denver wants to secure Justin Fields, right? They want to move up one pick. Um, a what does Carolina asked because they're like, hey, we like Fields too. We could draft him here. We don't trust Sam Darnold. Uh, we can cut Teddy Bridgewater, you know, and just take the hit on it. Um, what do you want to give us? And then Denver says, okay, we'll call your bluff. We don't really need him that bad. We'll, you know, we'll take the, the next guy up. Do we have a situation where then Carolina drafts him and it's almost like the Eli Manning, uh, Philip Rivers style deal? I, I don't think so. No. I, I can uh, no, just see something I, weird being there. I think you nailed it with call the bluff. Because, I mean, are you going to waste that pick? I mean, or are you prepared to actually lock up three quarterbacks now? I mean, I'd call their bluff. I would too. But I don't know how much yeah. I love Sam Darnold. If they didn't have $34 million a quarterback sitting there, I think they could do that because they could definitely move fields, but they have no leverage because if they know you can't afford all those quarterbacks and be able to address other needs. So, but no, I think it's a good point that you could make that move because it seems like a lot of teams want to get up here to get fields and uh, why not just take them and kind of just play the game. If they're going to go O line, it's such a deep offensive lineman draft. They could definitely go back and even pick up another pick for next year or maybe in a second. I think it's a trade back. Yeah, I think it's a trade back spot here. No trades here. So, yep. All right. Smitty, you're up. Smitty, you are on the clock. Number nine. Denver. Denver Broncos. Well, I'm going to go. Good luck, I'm gonna... Good luck John Elway. <laughs> yeah. Well, can, can I do any worse than John Elway? You cannot. <laughs> so I don't feel a lot of pressure here. I'm going to go, you know, I think it's a quarterback. I think you got, you know, we've said it already. I think they're going to go quarterback, and they've really missed on some quarterbacks here. Again, I'm not watching a lot. Of, I mean, this Lance kid has – a lot of potential, you know, I don't know. I've, I've watched some things on him. I think this is where they go though. I think Lance falls in their lap here and they take him a quarterback here out of North Dakota state. So give me him. Ooh, man. You, you do keep hearing it though. Like everybody seems to like Lance and you don't hear anybody like it fields, which either means everybody loves fields and they're playing the game or, uh, they see enough of the tape that they don't like, uh, enough you know what i mean because lance doesn't have that much tape even i think he's only played what 13 games yeah something like that something like that and even playing high school he was only a starter i think his senior year because he went to some powerhouse high school so it's like what do you do uh that's a really inexperienced quarterback to be handing over an nfl roster to i mean more experienced than the guy they had to pick up with covid last year but uh it's weird too because justin fields killed his pro day i mean he put on a clinic so he got a lot of hype for that and then now it's like all that hype was maybe 48 hours worth of hype, and then now he's, you know, fallen so far down. But hold on. Did he really kill his pro day? He needed two of them to kill it. Well, 
I mean, that's just what the reports were. They said he had a really good pro day. And, you know, I think the health things that came out this week with his epilepsy or whatever is not a – it seems no, I don't like think that matters, it no. falls in the family and it gets out and no one seems too concerned about that. You know, everything you hear is they just bring up the Indiana game, the Northwestern game. I think Justin Fields is a good quarterback. I, I'm not trying does, – does it scare people, and I'm not saying teams, but fan base with the Ohio State Yes. Quarterbacks, man, because you hear it down here a lot here down in DC area about Dwayne Haskins and Troy Smith. Hit Troy Smith. And here we go again. We're going to get another Ohio State quarterback, and it's just the style and the system. But I think you can look at a lot of that in college football sometimes with the, the systems. A lot of these guys are one read quarterbacks. Mariotta kind of brings me out of Oregon. It's one, you know, zone read, throw the ball to one spot kind of guy again i'm not a draft expert here i'm not a quarterback expert i'm gonna go lance here that's just the vibe i had that's what i put on my sheet so i'm gonna stick with it smitty no, i, I think, think you're right yeah, yeah i agree i totally agree i also think that it helps that um josh allen is having such success now because that's who they're likening lance to okay he went to a small school he's got the huge arm he's a big kid with a great uh, skill set like he he can run he can throw he he's a bomber i mean I, it, all he needs is a little time so hey let Lock, uh drew lock play for a year let lance see if he can learn if lock stinks by game eight throw lance out there see what you got i i think it's just more the fact when you watch lance's tape and there's a ton of youtube guys you know trying to be experts like we are you know he just looks like he plays at a different speed than Fields does. Fields just looks like that. I'm shocked that he's shorter than Lance because he looks like he's long limbed and it just seems like he just, everything is just like a half tick slow with him. And I think you see it in the games when they play against better teams or blitzing teams where he just, it doesn't move. Like, and I think that's what scares NFL teams because the NFL game is so fetch faster than college that they just don't see that clock speeding up. And I, I think that's the biggest knock on him. They, everybody has all the other stuff, but it's just, you know, getting guys to think faster, I mean, it just doesn't happen. And I think that's what they're terrified with Fields because everything else looks great. I mean, he throws the ball as well as anybody. He's as accurate as anybody. It just – he takes his time getting it there. So, All right. Pick 10 goes to myself, and I'm going to fulfill Jerry Jones's needs here with the Dallas Cowboys on the clock. This is going to be another boring pick for me. Um, I think here's where we start to see the defensive guys come into play. We've had none so far, which is kind of shocking in my opinion. Dallas has, in my opinion, a lot of needs. They just lost Sean Lee. They're still thin on the D-line, but this is not a D-line draft. They definitely don't need offense. Uh, they still have a pretty high-caliber offense. Smitty, extra boring. You and I have this pick in our same slot. I actually think Hugh has this pick as well. I'm going to go with supposedly, in air quotes, the best defender in this draft and it's going to be Patrick Sertan, the quarterback, the cornerback out of Alabama. Kind of boring, but it fits a major need. And they're actually comping him now to an Aqib Talib, who, if that's the comp, that's a pretty good comp because he's made a ton of Pro Bowls, a ton of money in the NFL. So Dallas, Patrick Sertan. Good pick. Yeah, I think Talib will kind of sneak in as a later ballot Hall of Famer, personally. Um, I don't, you know. I don't think you go wrong with either J.C. Horn or Sertan. I mean, obviously, I took Sertan, too. But to me, they're so neck and neck. Um, the only one I think that drops off here is Caleb Farley because he sat out a year and he had that injury. Uh, but I think Horn and Sertan are pretty similar. So either 
Yeah, I think Sertan's just a better scheme fit because um, Alabama does play so much more zone than and with Virginia Tech and South Carolina. Those guys are pure man schools, and Dallas is playing the Seattle cover three. Right. Uh, so Sertan definitely fits better. And you couldn't go wrong. As long as you pick a defender, it's an improvement for Dallas. Yeah, for so, for agreed. Sure. All right, pick 11. We go to Big Blue Nation, the New York Giants. Q, you have the liking here. You are on the clock, buddy. I think they got Michael Parsons. I know he, uh, I don't think he slips as far as people think. Uh, the character issues, um, it seems pretty minor. You know, the hazing, I think it's kind of fallen by the wayside now. Um, I, I think the Giants, you know, they won two Super Bowls, and their anchor for those Super Bowls were their defense. And I think they're going to try to get back to that. Um, I think you can make a – I think if Sewell somehow fell down here, then they would take him. Uh, but I think they're in that awkward position where – the other offensive linemen don't grade high enough uh, to be taken here. Um, now, hey, it happens. I mean, the Dolphins have taken linemen that I don't think have graded. You know, Robert Hunt last year, I think he could they could have gotten a second round. Um, but I think Michael Parsons here is an elite defender. I think he's one of the most athletic defensemen uh, in this draft, and, and I think you would be dumb to leave him on the board here for anybody else. So I'm going to go Michael Parsons. Q, I'll let these other two Penn State guys chime in a second. I know they're going to. But I think the 4-3-9 speed alone it does not allow him to slip like you said. I don't think he's going to slip that, that far down either. No, I think just the hazing thing was kind of causing concern there. But it could be a yeah, screen. Come on. Everybody does it. It doesn't you know, bother me, but it, it, yeah, it, it doesn't bother just made me. headlines. He just got caught. Yeah. And well, I'm not I a Penn more... State fan. I can't believe you said that. So, <laughs> not in football. As a Penn State fan here, <laughs> keep the Michigan guys quiet for once. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, we, we I can't believe, I can't believe you didn't go Quitty Pay just because it was a Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> right. But uh, no, Mike is just a, a freak of nature, and he probably doesn't really fit what Penn State did scheme wise. I mean, if you put him in like a three four scheme, I think he'd be phenomenal because he's an excellent blitzer, and like you said, four three nine. Um, he's probably a little raw when it comes to like the drops and things like that. I mean, body type, he looks like LeVar Arrington. He's probably going to play a lot like LeVar Arrington, hopefully be a better pro. But, uh, you know, New York needs kind of like a, a name guy on their defense and they definitely need to address the defense. So I think that's a good pick. And the Giants have historically always liked lean at Penn State for picks. So it makes sense. All right, Smitty. Nothing to chime in there. No, I, I like the pick. I mean, Matt brought it up. You brought it up, I think, last week with Parsons going there. I had him on my sheet uh, going to the Eagles. So I had him, like, right there. I, I like the guy. I mean, I think you're you're getting just a, a great talent. Whoever gets him, you're very lucky, I think. And, again, the, the hazing thing I, wasn't a big deal, I don't think so. All right. On to pick 12. The Philadelphia Eagles are on the clock. Howie Roseman, Jason Kaminsky. Let's hear it. Well, we're we're crushed that Micah didn't fall to us because if you looked at the Eagle defense last year, their linebackers, uh, I can't name one now even, and uh, they were brutal. And uh, he definitely would have been a huge upgrade there. Um, it's going to be interesting what the Eagles are going to do because everything's brand new. New coach, um, same GM, but he's kind of had to overhaul everything. And the head coach isn't exactly doing great for himself so far in this offseason. Uh, between the press conference and then some of the comments about playing uh, rock, paper, scissors last week. But uh, <laughs> the, but they're, they're kind of retooling. They have no skill talent besides running back, right? I mean, the, the tight ends are good, but they kind of can't get anywhere because the line was so banged up last year. They really need a wide receiver. Um, 
and it's kind of going to come down to. I'm trying to look to see on the board still. The Almighty Jalen Rager, <laughs> who didn't do anything last year. I think their their best receiver is Greg Ward, who was a fantastic quarterback in the American Conference a couple years ago. Um, so I think you know Justin Fields will intrigue them here because. Um, you know, I don't think they're convinced. Um, I can't remember the quarterback from Alabama's name. I'll probably hear, but uh, it hurts. Hurt. Yeah. You know, he, he looked okay, but you know, you kind of need a quarterback. Like, uh, I don't think he's a lead dog quarterback. So, you know, him being here on the board, they're definitely going to think about it. But uh, I'm going to go with the safer pick, the pick that you see more in the mocks, and that I would say with Jalen Waddle right now because wide receivers is such a need. They just have nobody out there who's actually playing. So. I think it's a great point, though, you brought up on Fields. Um, it, he's still slipping in our draft. He, he, all the experts have him slipping. If he gets down here, I think this is also going to be a pick where, hey, the New England Patriots might want to come calling and jump up. And then, hey, why not slide down three, four spots? Even – I know it's crazy. Even the Bears coming up. But the Bears are just – I mean, I think their fan base might – revolt if they go another quarterback and have him fail uh, it'll be interesting though because no one's happy with Andy Dalton so nope. you know it if except if, Smitty. He, if I love him I love him <laughs> he likes the red-headed revolver I love, I, love it the guy's gonna keep the team afloat Ugh. yeah exactly they, but I mean that's what they were last year yeah with that's Mitch. what Trubisky I mean, and uh, they'll be better that's what they'll they be do with the defense in a running game but uh and yeah, he put up some big numbers in, in Dallas and some games. He threw some great games in Dallas. Yeah, and they when got smoked. When you're playing with Dallas, Super. That's why you drafted who you did, Maddie. <laughs> Dallas was so good, the football team got in the playoffs. So, I mean, what did... <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I think that's a great pick, though. Jalen Waddles, a, a super necessity in Philly. They have zero weapons. And and the rumor is that they're going to look to, to move Ertz potentially. So they're going to be without another you know, weapon. You know the Eagles, are they'll do something crazy because they've been doing something crazy with some of their drafts. I, I just think, man, their last couple picks, whew, I don't know. They've, they've missed. They've missed badly recently. Yeah, they have. This, so. man, I, no, this, this could easily be New England going up for, to get fields. I mean, somebody could come up to get him. They will be more than happy to trade back. The, the Eagles are always moving up and down the draft. I agree. I would say, yeah, trade is likely here. But, I mean, I had J.C. Warren on the on the books. I mean, they've been notoriously bad in the backfield, and they just get called out on it constantly. I mean, I just – you at some point when you when you have a new system, new coaches, at what point do you say, okay, let's – I know our offense sucks. You know, we still do have two decent tight ends. Can we go, you know, I don't know. Let's just build our team around our defense. We got to start somewhere, and obviously, the offense has been the focal point, and it hasn't worked. Q, I think. You, yeah, what I was I think thinking exactly was that their offense is good enough that it can actually protect the defense a little bit because they'll get their line back. They have Miles Sanders. You know, we'll see what they get at quarterback, but they do have Jalen Rager, who might actually turn into something this year. You got the two good tight ends. Maybe you can score enough points to be, you know, uh, at least in the mix for this year. Q, I'm with you on the corner, and the good thing is, that, I mean, this is actually good both ways. So this draft is super deep with wide receivers, yep. corners, and O-line. So either or, if they draft a corner here and get the receiver round two, or or flip that. I, I think I think their first two picks, one of them is going to be a corner. 
Yeah. Oh, I would agree with that completely. Yeah. Smitty, you are on the clock with pick 13 and the LA Chargers. This is an interesting team here. Well, I think they got to go O line. And on my first sheet with the little sheet from Maddie here, I kind of I had to flip them around a little bit. I had them taking Tucker, the kid out of USC. And man, I might regret it because then I saw a couple mocks. I switched it. Then I, I saw some mocks that had Tucker. I don't think you can go wrong. The kid out of Virginia Tech, Darisaw. Yeah. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take him with the Los Angeles here with this pick here. I don't think they're gonna go O line. I think they're gonna go O line for sure. So I think it's gonna be one of these kids. I'm gonna go Darisaw, the kid out of Virginia Tech. So somebody sum this up. I think that's a, a fantastic excuse me, pick for the Chargers. Um, somebody said just literally put on his tape and fall asleep and you're not going to miss any sacks or anything. He is just so solid, yet so boring. But he's going to play for 10 years at, at left tackle and be your anchor. I mean, call me crazy. I had Sewell here dropping, and the reason I say that is, uh, while he still might be the best player on the board, I just don't see if if the Bengals, unless the trades happen, right, and then, then that creates issues. But if the Bengals don't draft him, See, like teams have bigger I think, needs. I think Carolina grabs them in a second. You think? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I would agree with Fair that. enough. Fair enough. If they don't, no, I think the path, biggest thing with the biggest thing with the Chargers is that can you stay healthy? Like, if you can actually just suit up for seventeen games, they'll be more than happy because that's a huge issue with with anyone who plays on their lines. Yeah. Yeah. They've 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 taken a beating the last couple of years badly. I think they have. I think they have a really good thing brewing there in in la i still want to say san diego but yeah i do i do that every every time i say them yeah. san diego right. charges up los angeles yeah <laughs> all right on to pick 14 and the minnesota vikings i myself will be the gm here uh another decent this is where we get into the really decent football teams that don't have too many gaping holes uh they're they're good on the back end with harrison smith their D line took a couple hits. They lost in Gakwe, so um, they could always use O linemen. They're a little soft up front. Their skill positions, in my opinion, they're great. They have Irv, Irv Smith, um, the running back set, wide receivers. They're still set, in my opinion. I'm gonna take one of our own from Go Blue, Quitty Pay, defensive end from Michigan. Get a little edge rusher. I think he can play potentially play outside linebacker. DN. Uh, I'm pretty sure the Vikings still run the four three though, so I think he fits in as DN. Yeah, he moves really well. Very smooth transitioning. All right, so I got the Patriots here. We, you know, they're an interesting team. We're not doing trades here. I think that they could potentially trade up. You know, in uh, realistic means. But I, I'm going to just say, you know, we haven't fallen here. I'm going to say they go with Justin Fields here. I think he's a Cam Newton-style uh, kid. I think he learns under a system, um, a very disciplined system at that. Uh, I think this, that's your pick there. I think they like him, and they're, and they're being really quiet about it. So if I throw this statement out, guys, is this Justin Fields' floor right here? Is there any chance he falls lower than 15? Uh, for everybody but Chris Sims, yeah, I'd say yeah. 
I think <laughs> Chris Sims has him going like 32, which I just cannot that see that happening. Yeah, to Tampa Bay. Is he high? Uh, well, but, someone yeah, just on Twitter the other day and said the Steelers are going to get him. I'm like, we had 19 quarterbacks on the roster already. <laughs> hey, Dwayne Haskins is making that pick, by the way, too. <laughs> yeah. Cuba, Cuba up a great point that New England's already converted their scheme to fit him with bringing in Cam last year, and they gave Cam backup money. So, you know, it's I think that's something where it's a good fit. Um, you got a good offensive line. If guys are healthy. You have a running game to protect them. Uh, obviously, they'll go to the receiver eventually because they've got nothing on the outside now. That'll been retired. But, um, yeah, it, it just, you know, they need a quarterback to start the next generation. Um, you know, they have so many guys coming back from uh, COVID um, absences that, yeah. you know, it's like a huge boost. And they spend so much money in the offseason addressing everything but um, quarterback. So, you got to think he goes here if he's there. Yeah, they, they got three starters back from the guys who were exempt last year. Uh, but but here, here's the asterisk caveat. What if they trade for Garoppolo, say, tomorrow? Then does that sway your opinion here? And and you ha- you think Fields might even tumble further? Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, but, you know, I don't know if they'll trade for Garoppolo. They shipped – well, I don't know. I mean, Belichick obviously wanted to keep him, and then Brady left. Um yeah, I mean, if they did that, then then I think they go. Re- I think you go receiver. But the but the the three or they, receivers. Or they, well, or they trade trade down because yep. you could still get a, a Rashard typical- Bateman, Elijah Moore. Like that's a team they trade down, and they always get that stud lineman, you know, Nate Solder style, or they go and they just get a uh, slot receiver that just pans out for them. So if, if they get Garoppolo. They do not draft fields, and they trade back, and they pick up more picks. I would agree with that. Yeah, and maybe address some defense, get some fresh bodies there. Yeah. Perfect. All right, on the clock, pick 16, the Arizona Cardinals, a team I'm, I personally am highly intrigued by. I think they have – They have a lot of holes. A, I, well, see, I think they have a good thing building, though, and I think they're they're built to compete in that division. They do have two major holes, in my opinion, but Jason Kaminsky is going to address that. You're on the clock, bud. So I looked into the Cardinals because this is probably the team out of the ones that I had where I really kind of wanted to see what you would think because they really were active in free agency. They've added A.J. Green. They've added J.J. Watt. They've even addressed kicker uh, with stealing Matt Prater or uh, stealing Detroit's kicker away. Um, so looking at it, their offensive line played way better than I was anticipated last year. Um, they had some pretty good metrics, which did not patch the eye test from when I watched the Cardinals play. Um, but uh, – you look here and we still have a lot of cornerbacks on the board and they lost Peterson to the Vikings. So you would think that that would be a direction that they would go. And uh, unless they fall in love with one of the offensive linemen, um, they could use somebody on the right side. They're pretty good across the line, but I guess Calvin Beecham's playing right tackle for them. He's 32 years old. He's coming off a contract uh, after this season. So they could go there, but I think they're going to go defense. They like to play man to man. So I'm going to go with that J.C. Horn out of South Carolina. I think it's a great pick. So that my uh, my breakdown of these guys, they had two two big holes, um, corner, and then they need a thumper in the middle. So I was looking at some linebackers here, somebody who can cover. And I mean, in that division with the the running guns out there, now that Stafford's in L.A., you still have Russ. But I think you're going to need defense here. And and you also forgot they added. Uh, Rodney Hudson, the center, too, to boost up their low line as well. Sure. Yeah, they're, uh, you know, if Micah Parsons fell, this would be a good spot, I think. Huge. That would be the a way huge. he runs, 
And you can play him next to Simmons, the guy they drafted last year who, after all the positions he can allegedly play, apparently he's an inside linebacker, uh, is the one he plays best. So you'd have two extremely fast inside linebackers playing it at the, like that defense would work. And you have pretty good edge guys. You have JJ Watt probably he's going to play more inside uh, when they go out of base personnel. So that defense could get decent in a hurry. It was decent last year. I mean, it was pretty much top 10 in everything, but it wasn't exceptional at anything yeah. and uh, could get a lot better. Yeah. I had Caleb awesome. Farley here just for the man to man aspect, but you could, they're I think interchangeable. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I had horn. I had horn on my sheet. So Woo, look at that. Yeah, guy. Al Davis, you ready? Smitty <laughs> and the and the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, are, this is a team. on the clock. Woo, should I get my hair like a bull haircut down? You need, like, you, know, <laughs> you need the Al Davis jumpsuit, bro. Yeah, you need um, to take a you need to take a third round grade here. <laughs> well, you know, I, I I've been I've been tracking I've been tracking their forty times. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you needed for the Raiders. Yeah. So on my sheet, I'm just going to roll fast because I'm going to try to speed this up. Uh, I'm not going to talk too long. I had him taking a linebacker on my sheet with Davis, the kid out, I think out of Kentucky. I think there's a couple spots with this team. I think offensive line, we talked, Shane brought it up last week. So I, I don't think, and I mean, I'm really trying to do a good job here, keeping track of everyone's pick here, but I'm going to take uh, the kid out of the kid out of USC, I think he's still there. I'll take Tucker and just take him on Las Vegas here and add him on the line because I think they need a lot of line help here. Uh, I think linebacker's a spot, uh, but I, I'm going to go offensive line here, and I'll take that Vera Tucker out of USC. I think that's a solid pick considering the Raiders lost 60% of their starting offensive line. So it's it's a super need but we all know the Raiders love flash. They love the black, silver and black attack and the, the, the aura of it. But Smitty, in my opinion, that's a great pick for them. It makes that's, sense. I mean, that's why I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> great logic. I, I'll probably have the guy Jenkins from Oklahoma State because he seems to fit the mindset of the Raiders a little bit. Yeah, yeah, they got the mean streak they talk about. And they need a right tackle, so he kind of fits perfectly there. And but we, yeah, they're definitely we, good. They're going offensive line. As Jason pointed out on the show, we love him because I brought him up 36 times last week in big <laughs> wide receiver out of Minnesota. So let me tell you, we love some Jenkins, the tackle out of Oklahoma State, and Bateman, the wide receiver out of Minnesota. So if you ever want to come on the show, please come on. <laughs> the pick, Elijah Vera Tucker to the Raiders. Q, you get the second go-around for the number 18 Miami Dolphins. All right. I actually just – Throwing it out there, I had a Wusu Koromo going to the Raiders in my in mind. Um, I think he's the number two overall rated linebacker in that, and I think that's where they go. But moving to the Dolphins, I actually think – Is that the kid out of Georgia? No, that, that's the kid out of Notre Dame. Oh, Notre Dame. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so re- Really fast, can cover. Uh, great blitzer. I, I like him there. Um, I have the Dolphins taking Tevin Jenkins. I think he's slightly rated higher than uh, – Christian Darisol. Then you guys already take Darisol off the board here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think Tevin Jenkins is actually a little higher. Um, I, I think you're going to see two linemen go here. I, uh, Miami's Austin Jackson and Hunt didn't perform to what they thought. They actually just got rid of Eric Flowers today. Uh, they sent him back to the Redskins for a late round pick. Um, so I think this is where you've got your receiver earlier on, your playmaker. 
I think then they go to solidify um, protection for Tua. Um, I, I think that's Flores wants to protect his guy. Uh, they're not going to go Najee Harris. I know that was a lot of uh, a lot of fluff there. And that, and the reason I say that is Flores came out and said Miles Gaskin is exactly who he want to be running the ball for the Miami Dolphins. So I think that just solidified they're not taking Najee Harris here. Could I send him a gift card if he takes care of <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Oh, so, yeah, we're going to take Tevin Jenkins here. So, Q, as I, uh, you're, you're on the clock again at, at 19 with the Washington football team, but I was hoping, as a fan doing this, Tevin Jenkins would get to the Washington football team at 19. But you snaked him. So, let's hear what you got at 19. And Matt, roll, and I, I, that's where I had him, Matty. I had him going to the skins. Yeah. Jenkins, yep. You know, this is a tough one because he's already off the board. I had Darisaw going here. Um, he's a Virginia Tech guy. They do like Virginia Tech guys. They got Tim Settle, Caleb. Uh, Tim Settle, Stroman, Kendall Fuller. You know, they produce well. Um, obviously, he's off the board. I don't remember where Smitty had him going. but So, I think that – and they could snake here from the Bears who I had. I think Darius Tony could fit really well here and complement Curtis Samuel and – um, the two running backs, McKissick, Gibson, as well as McLaurin. Um, O-line, I think off off of Slater, Jenkins, Darisol, and you already took Vera Tucker. I think Tony's the best player here personally for a team because they, they really don't need anything on defense. Maybe a linebacker, you know, maybe they go get a Zayvon Collins or something, but I just think they, they go flashier on the offense to give Fitzpatrick more weapons. Did you just go homer pick with the Florida wide receiver? Yeah, but I actually like Tim in Chicago. So. <laughs> I'm just busting your chops. Nah, no I, I'm, I wouldn't argue that one bit, being a, a fan of the uh, the football team. No, he's a playmaker. But I, but I think you nailed it, though. I actually think if they can't get a lineman they want here, I would go the other way, the other approach you, you brought up. I think they here. need that thumper in the middle. Yep. Maybe a, a Yamin Davis from Kentucky or Zayvon Collins from Tulsa. But uh, I, I wouldn't argue would add another wide receiver. The problem is that would give them basically yeah. nine wide receivers in their wide receiver room. Well, then and they're going to have some tough uh, cuts. Sim was yeah, they're going to have some tough cuts. So they have four right. picks in the first uh, three rounds. I mean, is that a situation where would they? You think they would move up to be to get the left tackle? I mean, it's really you look at that team; it's fairly solid all around. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't think so because now they got Eric Flowers. That's a good point. So they've kind of addressed the depth issue at least too. So I, mean, I, he's think, a Flowers, left tackle, I think Flowers plays. Yeah, I think he plays guard. But Kaminsky, I think you're on to something. That, uh, I see a lot of mocks now. I love Smitty's pick of Darishaw to the Chargers at 13. I think that's the guy they're hoping slips like you did. Um, and, and I see a lot of people saying that that's going to happen. So who knows? Well, Chris Sims has him drafted Mac Jones here, so <laughs> – Chris Sims is money. We 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 got to get him on here. <laughs> we need him and Bill Walton on the same time. How comical! Hey, it is Chris interesting said, though. Do, would they go quarterback if one of the four quarterbacks came to here? No, because, I, I mean, think they go second round quarterback here because they do have a pretty much set quarterback situation. They signed the backup in the offseason, and then they went out and got Fitzpatrick. So you know, do you really get another clipboard holder? Or you, when you have a team, it's good but not great. And I, you could still fix some stuff. I hate to say it. If Fields is, is still here, 
I, I think they'll 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 pick him. I'm hoping I don't even have that scenario in my head when I'm out and about on Thursday night. I don't because I don't think they do because they've had two. They they've already done the Ohio State experiment and it failed utterly. What I th- what I think is going to happen. So and I've always said this, Jason and Matt. Heineke is a great two game guy. He doesn't know how to play for 16 games. He's had three games and he's had three injuries, right? So you're not sold on him. Fitzpatrick is a filler, right? Next year's draft class for quarterbacks, unless some people just have extremely breakout years, it's very, very light considering what it is this year. So I think that, I mean, if I'm going to go Homer here. If you got a guy like Kyle Trask or like a Davis Mills, you don't have to rush to take them. I think both are two quality guys that you can teach under Fitzpatrick. I mean, the guy's a genius. He's obviously done something well because he's going into his 16th or 17th year. So he's he's not terrible, right? So I think you you don't waste your picks that you have and you you go get one of those guys. I mean, Kirk Cousins was a fourth-round pick. We saw how that worked out for him. And this this could easily be Matt Ryan next year. This could be, you know, easily. quarterbacks are really fluid right now because easily. it's big money, but teams have found a way to be able to cut them and manage the cap. So um, there'll be a bunch of guys coming free just like there was this year. Yeah. And, and you can always just address it with a vet until you find the guy you like if you have a bad quarterback class like you mentioned. Yeah. All right. On to pick 20 and the Chicago Bears. Kaminsky, you are back on the clock. Well, we talked about – so Ryan Pace, which is probably the worst guy I'll be tonight. Um, <laughs> uh, the quarterback falling here would be interesting. Like oh. I would love to see one of these guys be here because Illinois will probably just explode. Like you would probably hear it because their fans will be calling out because no one wants Andy Dalton and you know Smitty's input. They're, they're <laughs> <stupid> <laughs> <people>. <laughs> uh, you look at it; their offensive line was actually better than I thought it was statistically. It did look that way when you watched the play because they played some of the most horrible games on uh, prime time last year. Yeah. Uh, and I know they beat some teams, but it's just like brutal to watch. Uh, wide receiver is a position they have to upgrade. Uh, they they want to move on from Anthony Miller for some reason. Uh, Mooney was a decent pickup for them last year. I think he was a, a late round pick who actually produced, but he'd be a better slot guy than an outside guy. So I was kind of looking at wide receiver here. Now I got to go see who's left at wide receiver. It doesn't really look like we're at a position where that would be a value. So uh, Rashad Bateman, would probably be the pick if they went that direction because we have to say his name at least 10 times during the uh, <laughs> podcast. Um, if if that's not – if that's a little, like, unpalatable, I think that they would probably get corner here. Um, it's probably a, an issue with their defense. They have too much money tied up in edge to go there, even though those guys didn't really play well. They get Goldman back inside. Um, all the linebackers are gone at this point, so I don't think they'll go that direction unless they really like the kid from Kentucky, but that would be a trade-back move. Um, so I think I'm going to go corner. I'm trying to think which one is left from, uh, the three that are, Caleb uh, Farley. so actually I would, of the two, and Farley, Newsom, yeah, Farley's, a better, Far, Farley's a better player, but I think Newsom's a better scheme fit, but I, I'll go Farley because I, I just think that they, they Ooh, would go, oh, that's interesting. Right. I think you, I think you could have kept the uh, Chicago connection with the Northwestern there and get a little hometown love. Uh, Caleb Farley, though, uh, it, from what I read, uh, if he wasn't hurt, they had him rated as high as Sertan. So, that's yeah, it. I, that's mean, I, do, I just want to throw it, it out definitely there. addresses a need. So, Farley has a Virginia Tech tie that Kyle Fuller did, and Kyle Fuller was a multi-time Pro Bowl who played for him. So, I could see them 
going back to the well in Hokie Nation there. That's a good call. There, there's some people I saw today, Matt, that said if his back, you know, there's some rumors of his back, and Shane brought it up last week. There's a couple of people today I saw run articles. I didn't read them, but I just saw, like, the headline that have him falling in the second round. Wow. That would be a, a steal for somebody, I think. That would be Laramie, Laramie Tunsil falling to 13 all over again. He, he would never get past the Ravens. Nah. Never. The nah, second yeah. pick, no way. That's, he fits their mold so well. Oh, that'd be Shh. terrible for a Steeler fan. I have that <laughs> pick. <laughs> okay, Q, oh. you're back on the clock. We have the Indianapolis Colts with pick 21. So – He's already off the board in my draft. I had Quiddy Pay falling here. Um, yeah, they they struggled edge rushing. They need a lot. I mean, they their corners are not the greatest. I mean, they have really good linebackers. Um, even they could use a wide receiver. I mean, T.Y. Hilton had a massive fallout, um, and they're in a weird spot, right? I, I mean, I. I have I got I have Quiddy Pay, but let me go Jalen Phillips here off the edge. I think he could fit there, Oof. give a little a little pressure. Jalen Phillips from Miami. Yeah, that's, well, Q, that's who I had on my sheet. He he was supposed to be him and Russo were highly coming in, you know, touted coming in this year. That they're dropping a little bit, uh, but I think they really need an edge guy, and there's not not too many edge guys here late in the draft that are playmakers. But I think he could be one if he just quits being lazy. That's yeah, a think- that's a really perfect segue. I'm not going to go to my pick yet, but it, uh, on my sheet, I actually had Jalen Phillips at 22 to the Titans. So you did it again and snaked somebody from me. But I think that I think that's the perfect need. So they they have a a, I mean it's a really good defense. I'm not going to say great on paper. It's extra boring. You don't hear anything about it. But I think their biggest need by far is edge rusher. Yeah, I agree. No, no question. Yeah, they're probably like the most well-coached team because when you look at their roster, there's no one that really stands out. I mean, their best player might be Quentin Nelson. Yeah, they're all hard players. Yes, absolutely. Well, he is their best player. And so, I mean, like, it's just not a real – maybe the middle linebacker uh, is probably right there with them too. But, yeah, it's, they need some a better – they need to upgrade everything. Like, they're good, but they're not going to get anywhere at this point. Nope. But the, with, if, the Forrest Barnard's still there, correct? I mean, he's always injured, so – Yes. Uh, I don't think he really played last year, which hurt him. So, All right, moving on. Pick, pick 22, Tennessee Titans, and I myself am on the clock. Q just took the guy I had on the top of my draft board, Jalen Phillips, going there, edge rusher. So, in my opinion, the Titans are looking two basic needs. Um, one is edge rusher. So I'm going to look at Elise Ozilari from Georgia. But then again, this offseason, they lost Corey Davis, their number one slash two wide receiver. They still have. They lost Humphreys, too. Yeah, they, they lost him in the slot. So that leaves them A.J. Brown, Josh Reynolds, and then a big cluster of nothing. So as much as they need edge rusher, I think some guys could slip down. And edge rusher is pretty weak this draft. So is the fall off that much from the top guys to the next tier? Wide receiver is super deep, but I think they're going to go back to the well. I think they're going to go for another Ole Miss guy. And I think they're going to take wide receiver Elijah Moore from Ole Miss at wide receiver. For the record, Matt, I had Jalen Phillips on my real draft sheet too, so we aligned on that one. To the Titans? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yep, Elijah Moore for me. 
All right. You can also see a corner here. I just think uh, we got Dupree on one edge, and uh, but wide receiver is a big need too. They have nothing outside of uh, AJ, so they're they're pretty thin up up the middle. But uh, with this draft being so weak up the middle, I think it's a little too early to go. One of the the big D tackles, nose guard guys. I just don't think any of them grade out well. And I went, and again, Matt, you know, Matt's and uh, will dive into this more than me. I had Collins out of Tulsa here just because Bud Dupree, I'm not sure in his knee. I mean, I think without you give him all that money, you're going to feel pretty good. But I, I didn't dive into, uh, I, and I'll be very honest with the draft sheet we did. I just needed a spot for him, and I didn't know who to put for there for Tennessee. So I'm like, I just draft him, <laughs> give him Collins there. So. They still have two other good rushes. They still have Harold Landry on one side, and Jeffrey Simmons to me is a pretty good rush D end, even though they're playing the three four. He he can still get after it. I really like this Collins kid out of Tulsa. You know, I I think someone's going to get a steal there with him if he's falling this far down in the draft here. Smitty, the problem deal good. Maybe Kaminsky will dress at a pick 23 again with the New York Jets. Smitty, the problem here with the picks at this end, they just don't have many holes. Well, yeah, trust we'll... me, the Steelers have a lot of holes. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> On average. I'm going to say that, and I'm a Steeler fan, and I know people, again, most hated person doing this probably is me with the Steeler pick coming up. I can't wait. You got what, you got what I was trying Kaminsky. to say. Yeah, You're the, on the, the clock, the... bud. Pick 23. Yeah. Yeah, the next three teams are like a uh, roadway in March after the snow clears. There's a lot of holes here, and uh, <laughs> any Philly would be better. So you have the Jets. So, you know, they went with quarterback in the first round or the first pick. Uh, you're, they're probably going to balance it out with defense, I think. They, they you know, kind of get uh, Mosley back an inside linebacker. Their secondary wasn't horrible. Um, it, I could see them maybe going mooring here, the T, the safety out of TCU to kind of backfill um, for the trade they made with Seattle. But uh, I think they're going to go edge. You know, Yasala, basically when they built the 49ers, they built them up front first. And um, they have uh, decent with Williams, and they got Sheldon Rankins from New Orleans. So I'm going to go with uh, Ojolari, the outside linebacker from Georgia. Nice. I like that. Uh, I, I actually have him rated high on my board. Um I won't say quite where I picked him for our draft sheet, but I have him before this. So I, I, I really like that. If he keeps slipping down, uh, that's a great pick. I had him going be... on the draft sheet. I had him going to the Dolphins at 18. I could see that too. So they 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 brought in Carl Lawson this offseason. They still have Vinnie Curry, Sheldon Rankins, and Quinn Williams. They're pretty stout up front. This is, this is perfect for Salah, in my opinion. I actually looked at a, a corner, best corner on the board. If if I were their their uh, GM, I would I would be salivating if Caleb Farley actually kind of fell down to here to me. Well, the one thing I was looking at, if any of the linemen would have fell here, uh, especially on the right side, I can see them getting the bookend on the other side of Becton and kind of improving that. They might not make the same mistake they did with uh, Darnold, where they gave him no protection up front and he basically just, you know ran for his life or was injured the whole time. All right, Smitty, are you ready? Do you want a little drum roll? No, let's let's uh, get into it. And I'll tell you what, I'm gonna break everyone's heart. I'm uh, not taking a running back. Here we go, Steeler Nation. Not Pick taking 24. a running back. So, on my sheet, <laughs> on my sheet, and I'll tell you what, I know, I know what's gonna happen Thursday night. I know what's gonna happen. I mean, everybody does. 
And it just it makes me sick. Makes me sick. So we're buying you a jersey. <laughs> can I tell you a real quick story? So when they drafted, the last time they drafted a running back was Mendenhall. Oh. And I got a jersey and he blew his knee out, I think, in the preseason game where he got hurt. So <laughs> yeah, he did. Just keep the tags on when you buy these jerseys, people. Try to return. <laughs> Love it. And you might have like hot dog stains and like uh, like mustard and ketchup and Miller Lite spilled all over you. Who cares? Uh, so on my sheet, I went and I said this last week. I want an offensive line guy here, but a lot of the offensive line guys are gone. The kid out of Notre Dame, kid out of Texas. I've heard their name a little bit. I know what the Steelers are going to do here. I like DBs. I said it last week. I had Farley here um, to the Steelers on my draft sheet. So he's gone. I'm going to just take, I think, maybe a really good one, and I'm going to take the kid out of Northwestern at Newsom, and I'm going to take him on the Pittsburgh Steelers because Joe Hayden is on his last leg. Get another really good DB. And the other another guy that plays special teams in nickel form, he's in a jail cell right now in Ohio. So I'm drafting a, a DB guy. So. I love it. Somebody, you know, it, it, everybody's enamored by the, the Najee Harris uh, hype right now. I, the, what you did there is actually a terrific pick. I like you know, it with Joe Hayden getting older. Cam Sutton, is he really an answer on the other side? Not I think, my opinion. I think, I, I think Cam's okay in a nickel or like, a, you know, but as a starter, I agree with you. I, I don't see it. I, I don't I'm see actually it. more shocked that you went away from an O-line period um I, your o, your o line right now is zach banner kevin dotson bj finney david DeCastro, and ogrefer and i like dotson dotson played really well last year agree really well. they got lucky there they get the you know, they filled a hole with a late round pick and they should be taking advantage of that and they're not they're uh yeah and, and again listen and I, I mean again i'm not making this a pittsburgh steelers show so if if Again, I could see the kid out of Notre Dame. I've heard that. I, the kid out of Texas, I think, is another one. Uh, I know Shane was high on the kid. The center out of, like, Wisconsin, I don't know, White White Whitewater. Whitewater uh, Rapids. I don't know where he's from. So there's another Jalen one. Jalen Mayfield out there, too. But he's yeah. really he's really high. I, I'd love the kid out of Alabama. If But Shane brought up great info about his maybe his knees not really recovered. Um Landon, uh, uh, what's his Dickerson, last name? Yeah. Dickerson, yeah. I'd the like him. Get out of Oklahoma's good. Yeah, and you know, it's the kid out of there. Clearwater or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Who's that Who's that monster out of Alabama? Alex Leatherwood. 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 There's another one. Listen, I could go on and on. I, I was just going, I think secondary is an issue, again, with DBs. If, if Barley's there, Newsom's there, I'm going to take one of them if these other guys are there. But, again – go get a running back and best of luck and all these fools that think he's going to run and be great. And, you know, the thing is he's 23 and he has a lot of carries already. So what, so you're not going to take a guy on an O line that's going to give you maybe 10 years in your career. And people are on Twitter going, well, they'll let him play the rookie contract and we'll let him go. So you're drafting somebody in the first round for like four to five years and you're going to let him walk, man, that's smart. But that's why that's why the Steelers are going in the direction they're going. So we're doing this right, and we're looking at how this draft's going, and you don't really know what's going to be available at twenty four, right? 
but yet everybody in the NFL knows who's going at 24 right now. Yep. <laughs> Every team is basically said, oh, Najee Harris right here. Like, they're not even factoring. They're like, even if the Steelers try to pretend to trade, they know it's like, okay, whatever. We, we know. You guys have leaked it so much. It's like, one, play one, the game right. Four are locks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll be really – seriously, boys, I'll be sitting there going, when their pick's up, I'll be praying for anybody else than a running back. Everyone's been ripping Gettleman from the, the GM from the Giants for not trading back forever, you know, the time he's been a GM, Carolina, and then here in New York. But Colbert's just as bad. The Steelers have been in this position numerous times where they have a need – the players don't fit the draft value for that point, and yet they never, ever work their way back and pick up extra picks. And they've been against the cap now for like five or six years, and this is the only time you can have players when you have no money. And it's like you got to play the game the right way. So, And they don't, and it's, it's frustrating. Maybe Colbert's really, really hard to work with too. He, he might be a guy you just want to shy away from. Well, that's what it is. I think all these uh, old school teams are, they just overvalue their picks just too much. And I think you see some of the newer school teams like the Rams and some of the, the Dolphins kind of understand this. It's a fluid commodity. Just keep playing around. You, you'll get your picks back. Just keep staying in the game. So, Smitty, guess what? You're up back to back. You got the Jags second pick at pick number 25. Let's see what you got to pair up with Trevor Lawrence. All right. So I was going to. I was going wide receiver on my sheet and I, I went the Florida connection with Tony out of Florida, just with uh, urban Meyer being the old Florida coach, a little connection there. So he, Q took him off the board. So I'm looking at my sheet. I'm going to try to stay wide receiver here, try to get a little bit more weapons. I think Meyer's going to want to really run and gun here. Here it comes. Give me the name. Oh, you, you see, you thought I was going running back. No, no. Oh no! <laughs> oh okay, because uh, I could see ETM being there with yeah. a little that, but not. I think that's more in the second round, maybe with the first pick. But I'm gonna go. Oh, I know who you wanted me to take more out of Purdue. I'm not gonna do it though. No, that's not it. Okay, Marshall, <laughs> Marshall out of LSU. Not Rashad Bateman. Oh, he's still, <laughs> he's still he's not- that changes everything. Hold up here. I forgot about him. Oh, oh. my God. Switch the card. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hold on. Somebody tackle that this guy. This is like the old Vikings who ran out, of, ran out of time that one year. No, 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 no. I forgot all about it. I can't believe you fools didn't pick him already. So I'm I'll go, I'm going to go him. Bateman, Minnesota, put him in Jacksonville. What a connection that's going to be. There we go. Sorry. We, we just ta- – we tackled the commissioner – we tackled him. We stole the card. We put a new card in his hand. Bateman, wide receiver, Minnesota. Don't you think, though, don't you think that their wide receiver core is actually good enough right now? Yeah, DJ Chark. Uh, DJ Chark, they brought in Marvin Jones, LaVisca Chenault. They had that rookie, uh, Colin Johnson. That's four young, wow. pretty good guys. And Jones could be the – uh, well, I think this is just a playmaker. I think this is where Urban Meyer takes best possible. Uh, and I'm glad the guy is slipping, so I'm not going to drop his name yet because my picks are coming up. Do I, I, I don't again? think receivers are neat. <laughs> I don't think receivers are neat. No, I, I, agree. I, I think I think they go defense here. I think they go edge. I, I At this late, Barrymore or um, Jason Oa out of Penn State, solid edge rusher. 
or where they go because That's good pick. Yeah, they're infatuated with it with you know D line guys. I mean, look at who they've in, in what's his name? He's uh in Daku or whatever. Him in Dakwe, yeah, yeah. Um they went and got Dante Fowler with a third overall pick. Like they like a good rusher, and I, I could see them at best possible just going to get that because they already got their quarterback now. Their receivers are set. Um uh, they have decent linebacker, you know, Miles Jack is, is solid. Uh, so I think they go ahead you. I'd like to know how much Khan has say in, in the room there because he seems like a really hands-on guy to me. Oh. I wonder if he has more pull in the, the GM room, the war room, than we know. He could. I guess we'll find out. He's not right? scheduling. He's not scheduling <laughs> AEW matches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or soccer. So. Yeah, fool him. Yeah. All right, Smitty, um, you have one more pick left to go tonight. I am on the clock with pick 26 and the Cleveland Browns. So this team, uh, really, really solid on paper. Great O-line, great running backs, really good wide receivers. They get OBJ back, solid at tight end. I think their offense is fine. Defense, a little thin on the back end. Uh, they have Garrett. They brought in... Uh, Clowney. Yep, Jadavion Clowney. Their linebackers are good, not great. But I think what you need to do here, when you have Clowney on one side and Miles Garrett on the other... Put that big banger in the middle. Give me Christian Barmore, the nose guard, D-tackle from Alabama. Now, I there is a lot of rumors that he's not coachable, and especially that he found his way into uh, Saban's doghouse. But he grades out better than any D-tackle in this draft, period. And I think with some coaching, why can't this guy just buy into a system with these stars? He just has to eat up blocks and free up a, one more guy and that defense, in my opinion, can be elite next year. Matty, I too, on my sheet, I, I, that was my pick. Hi, Jamie. It, it is. It is, Smitty. You're right. Who do you have there, Q? I had Jam, Jam and Davis falling here. Oh, the the linebacker from Kentucky. Yeah, I can totally see that one too. That's a I could definitely a position they could upgrade. Yep, I, I think linebacker. See, now I'm really intrigued by a couple guys in the second round that could be there. I love that Bolton kid from Missouri. I, I, I'm really hoping the Skins give him a look. I, d- I actually did see a mock draft where they did have him. I'd love it. I would love it. Uh, so I got back-to-back picks. So I have the first of the Ravens now at pick 27. I pencil in a bunch of guys here. I think the Ravens need a wide receiver. Uh, Tony's off the board. Bateman's off the board. Elijah Moore's off the board. That leaves Terrence Marshall and Rondé Moore, in my opinion, as the next two. I don't think those two are the greatest options. Um, the Ravens really, really kill the draft. They've already killed it by adding another pick in the first round. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to take best O-lineman. They need a right tackle. Uh, they lost uh, Orlando Brown to the Chiefs. I'm going to take Alex uh, Leatherwood from Alabama, get a big mauler in there at this pick. I like him. I like him. You don't think they go receiver? I mean, they swung a miss on everybody, and they signed scrub Sammy Watkins, like maybe a Terrace Marshall right here. Well, we got a, we got a couple picks to get. Yeah. get uh, I, I mean, so they have three picks. There's three top guys sure. still on the board, so I think one of these fall. And and a couple teams here, the Saints, could use some D line help. So I, I would, I'm going to take or O line. I'm going to take the the big guy off the board here with Leatherwood. I like it. Kaminsky, great team coming up. 
in my opinion. The Saints, you're on the clock, bud, to pick 28. It is a great team, but they're running out of time. Uh, <laughs> Windows they, have done more, they have done more salary cap magic than probably any team has done in the history of the NFL. Uh, the fact that they can fit all these guys in. And uh, Breeze clearly helped them in that situation. Um, it's like you said, they're a good team. Like They're pretty much solid everywhere. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. They have both their offensive tackles are coming up on contracts. They probably can only afford to sign one, so they're going to have to figure that out. They probably would have taken Leatherwood if he just survived another pick. Um, they could use a wide receiver. They have a Taquan Smith, and they have uh, Slant Mike, who's not happy there. <laughs> then they have Manuel Sanders too, right? No, Manuel Sanders in Buffalo. Oh, okay. I'm, yeah, yeah he's I, I miss that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, like, they just kind of need more. Yeah, I they will totally trade out of this pick. They just need more picks. They're so cap strapped that they just need to add guys. Like, they need That's... more linebacker depth. They need more cornerback depth. They need. They need to basically behind the people behind these people. So when these guys leave next year, they're not as bad as they've been. I had that. So that's a great. That's yeah. a great job though yeah, to yeah, say yeah. to trade out of there. I had Zayvon Collins uh, lower end round one going there to help with the core. Yeah, and, I, and I, I think that's actually an excellent pick, and I think that's probably where they would go for him to fall here. Uh, he kind of fits their scheme pretty well. Anzalone doesn't cut goal. it, in my opinion. Yeah. Well. And Anzalone's a lion now. So oh, that's, that's what I'm right. Saying. Yeah, like, he it, did leave. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So all they have is uh, – I can't remember the name of the middle linebacker. Um, um, it's basically thumper, him. Uh, but but it's basically him at this point. Collins fits. They like the blitz. He's a good blitzer. He's not exactly a great linebacker per se, but um, playing in space, which he has to do in that uh, division. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. I would go Zayvon Collins here. Yeah, they. Uh, Demario Davis is their only real linebacker yeah, yeah, yeah. at the moment. I think I had had Collins is okay, but – Coromora or whatever his name is. That's where I had yeah, him on the sheet. So, yeah, hey, we'll see. Real quick, Matty. Brian Mitchell, my dad, sent me a mock draft. He's got the Redskins draft in Coromora to help with the linebacking core. Don't want it. Wait till round two. Yeah, I agree. I just was sharing that with you. Oh, no. I mean, I've linebacker. seen it a lot. Yeah, I've seen it a lot, bud. A lot. I, I've seen that, too, in a lot of mocks, too, Q. Smitty, the people's champ. The Green Bay Packers wow. and the fans, the Cheeseheads, are waiting for your pick at pick 29. Well, you know, Justin Fields. Matt, we, we, <laughs> we, oh, man. We, we talked about that last week when they drafted Love. Uh, We're going to take Jordan Love's brother, Jason Love. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy Love, the old wrestler. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I like that. There uh, I like – I'm going to go wide receiver here again. I, we talked about it last week with Shane. You know, we said, you know, Adams needs some help. And I had Matt I, – I think it was Matt that took him. I can't remember back with Moore, the kid out of Old Miss. I had Moore on my main sheet. So I'm going to just go with um, – you know me. I'm going to, I'm going to double up. Bateman's going to go to play for two teams. So he's going to try to. <laughs> <laughs> no, you I'm going to Elijah go... or Rondale? Elijah. <laughs> so I'm going to go what's left. And I had I had Marshall coming up on my board anyway. So I'm going to take Marshall, the kid out of LSU at wide receiver. And he's going to go to Green Bay. I wouldn't hey, argue that. that. I had, That'd be a great fit in there. Uh, here's uh, so my logic here is that when we get down to these picks, we really have no idea. Sure, yeah. This is where you you basically fit a need. 
a guy I really like sliding in the first round that doesn't really have a first round grade but could, and they lost their center. I like that Creed Humphrey, the center from Oklahoma. Yeah, he's a good boy. Yeah, he, I think he's a better football player than combine guy. So I think that's why the, the draft ratings on him might be a little low. But, I mean, he started as a freshman for Oklahoma. Yeah. Like <laughs> They say his hands are just superb. Once he gets his mitts on you, it's it's game over. So I, I think he may have a wrestling background. I'm not 100% positive. I think he was a wrestler in high school. So Yeah, the way he plays, you almost have to be. Steelers, listen to the show. Just listen to that, please. <laughs> Right, Smitty, I don't think that's out of the question. <laughs> He's a perfect trade back. Grab that guy. But yeah, it's not going to happen. Yep. Okay. Uh, I now have back-to-back picks. I am on pick 30 with the Buffalo Bills. Not many holes in my opinion for this squad. Um, so our group here, add in Dr. Brent. A lot of people are starting to get in love with Travis ATN falling here. But it gives them three running backs then of Moss, Singletary, and ATN. I personally don't think they go running back. I don't think it's a need. I think they could use an edge rusher and Gregory Russo from Miami still here. I'm going to take the guy climbing up boards, though. And I actually don't have him in my mock going here. But from what I'm hearing, um, the new hot name going here at the end of the first round is Asante Samuel Jr., the corner. So that's going to be my pick at pick 30. And that's who I had on my sheet for them. Yeah. Uh, Can play multiple, multiple positions. I, I like it. I think they need, I think Shane brought it up to, you know, in some DB areas there. Guy can play multiple positions. That's who I have there. Good pick. Yeah. He's starting to grade out really high. They say he is the biggest mover in the last week. So, I mean, could it be smoke and hearsay? Sure. I think he's a little overrated. I think one-on-one he gets burned pretty easily, but he's not definitely not his dad. Woo. <laughs> Stinger. You coming okay. out firing right there. Yeah. Okay. Got the hate there. I like hey, I it. Hate, I hate Florida's <laughs> cornerback in the draft too. All right, pick 31, my second double up for the Ravens. Q, so, you hate most of the people on the Florida's defense. <laughs> he loves Florida that has more hatred. I sat enough watching the games with him. Okay, let's move on. Go, Matt. So I think this is a perfect trade out for the Baltimore Ravens. I think this is going to be a crazy move by somebody coming in to potentially get uh, the sixth quarterback in round one. Uh, I don't understand how anybody can draft Kellen Mond or Davis Mills in round one, but I think it's going to happen. So uh, their other need, like Kaminsky said earlier, man, if, if Caleb Farley fell here, they would immediately get just run to the podium. You know what? They're thin at wide receiver. <sighs> they They could use a big guy, though. I love the hype of Rondale Moore. So I'm going to take a reach and give uh, Lamar a weapon. And I'm going to take Rondale Moore here. Wow. I had Sarah Marshall for the point you said, a bigger guy. Yeah. Had, well, he's Marshall, gone. Yeah. I had Marshall. Yeah, no, I know, I know he was gone. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, but I had him on my sheet too. But, you know, Matt's been saying this with Moore, and I really like Moore. And I think, you know, too many people, yeah, he's small, but, Man, he's fast. I think the guy is unbelievable. Major weapon there. 
The league is about weapons. I, I like it, Matt. I, I mean, I think he's a first-round talent, but again, I think Shane said it. The size sometimes can just steer people off, but you said it very well. I think it was last week. His workout was unbelievable. That can steer people. In the, it, it will be interesting here. I, I, I like I like the kid. He's going to go off. He'll, he'll go off the board quick in the second round. So people knock size. So And I myself, I, I don't think I could draft him there, but I think it hits a knee, and I think he might be the best guy on the board. But what about Devonta Smith's size? He won't even weigh in. They're, they're speculating he weighs 160 pounds. He's going to get broke out there if that's all he weighs. I think it depends on what team. So like the Ravens, right, they don't have a tall receiver. So when you talk about size for the Ravens, it's it's inches. It's not weight. I mean, they have Mount, uh, Hollywood Brown there, but he's only, what, 5'9", five, 5'10", five, you know. So they need that six foot six two guy. But we talk about like a Devontae Smith. Does a team want a Jamar Chase who's 215 at 6'2"? Um, you know, I don't know. It's I think there's two size comparisons. Do you want weight or do you want height? And the Ravens need height, not weight. Yeah, I would have loved to have um, Terrence Marshall fall there, but I, I I just don't see it, especially after Smitty. Rondon Moe was listed at 5'9", 180. I, I think they say that's to me, he's 5'8". Not, yeah, it's not much difference to me, though, than three inches uh, compared to Devonta Smith and 20 pounds. I'll, and he's a flyer. Uh, I'll, I'll take the wild card. A lot of injuries, though. True, very true. I, okay, I like it. Though. Q or no, I'm out. Kaminsky, yeah, I'm yes, Kaminsky, you got the last pick. This is a this is a cakewalk pick for you. Tampa Bay Bucks pick thirty two. I mean, they really don't have any weaknesses. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a backup quarterback right now. That's pretty much where what you're at. Um, but they do have some things like they could look wide receiver here because they're going to lose Godwin probably next year because it won't sounds be like they're going to lose Brown too, Antonio Brown. Yeah, it, it, exactly. Um, so it's just more of a situation. Can you actually use them? Do you, they're, you know, they, they could use a tight end cause they're going to lose OJ Howard and uh Brayton next year, but they don't have any room to play a tight end or Gronk next year. So you can't just have four guys, you know, this isn't like the 1990s. Um, so I actually was looking at this and I think edge is probably the one position where they could use a little depth. JPP is not that young. Um, and I think you have Shaq Barrett coming on the last year of a deal on the other side. So I think he's still out there. I was actually going to lean Jason Oa from Penn State, who looks a lot like JPP. And I think that's a good fit. Um, they're huge inside. So their edge rushers are truly, you know, outside guys. And that's what Oa is. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how he develops in the NFL because the athleticism's there. He had a play against Nebraska this year where he literally chased down the running back from behind on a, like a spread option where he was the uh, taking the quarterback and basically followed him through the hole and got him by the end zone, like 40 yards later, which is just insane. But um, he needs to work on the pass moves. He needs to learn the technique. And I think having a guy like who looks just like him, teaching him will work well for him. I don't know if he'd fit everywhere else as a, a good fit, but yeah, they have riches. They, they could easily trade out of this pick and get something for next year when they do have to plug some holes uh, in a much deeper draft. So I could see someone coming in and getting a quarterback here if we do have that six quarterback, um, just because I don't think it's going to be that expensive to do that. I think you, I think you nailed it there. I, I, um, I'll, I'll piggyback off it. I don't think they have no immediate needs, but they do have some depth needs. Um, Sue's getting older. That was where I was leaning. That, 
The edge rushers are both getting older, but you addressed that with Jason Owa. And they definitely, I think they do actually need a wide receiver, but we killed wide receivers on the board here. So would they take a reach and try to grab a kid here? I, I don't know if they would. And supposedly this is all Brady driven. So does he want another weapon to, to toy with for two more years, or does he want to go safe and take take somebody on the uh, other side of the ball that's going to help him on the defense? I had Barmore falling here to learn behind Sue because he's 34. Yeah. <laughs> If he was there, that, that would have been the pick because that that's a great I don't know if I'll and, fall. Uh, what about the kid from uh, – the other only other kid I saw was the kid from uh, Washington with the crazy – Yeah, he's name. got the weird name. I, see, I, don't, I just don't know about anything about him. Uh, I know you're talking about. Levi Onruzaruki. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not sure <laughs> I butchered that, but – I have no clue anything <laughs> about him. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember him standing out so much playing for Washington. No. Um, and you're playing in the Pac-12, so you kind of level of competition, little especially on the lines, isn't quite the same. But I, they could definitely go there. I mean, the interior, like you said, it's an aged interior line. I do think they have more depth there than people think. Um, it's a deep team. It's, it's it's pretty impressive how they're able to fit it all in. No, um, no starters being replaced. And it, you could also see this go. I mean, as part of some package to find a decent backup quarterback. I mean, we've, you, it obviously won't be Garoppolo, but uh, you can see some other guys kind of floating in here just to, to have somebody in case Brady does go down um, because it would be a, a shame to waste that team just because you don't have quarterback addressed. All right, that's all 32 teams. Um, that's it. Just I'm going to list these three quarterbacks to end the show, and we'll just give me a team where you think they go in, in no random order. Uh, Trask, Mond, and Davis Mills. Oof. No random order. Uh, those are your, I think well, those are your next three graded quarterbacks. That's why I'm asking. I'm gonna put would, Davis. Yeah, I'm gonna put Davis Mills on the Chicago Bears. Okay. I'm gonna put Kellen Mond. I know where I think they're going. I'm gonna put Kellen Mond on the New Orleans Saints, and I'm gonna put Kyle Trask. On the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm. I didn't see that one. Mm. I, man, that's hard. I don't know. Team wise, I mean, man, I think, I think the, I think this uh, Washington could take somebody, but man, they got they got quarterbacks. I could see them. See, I think Mon comes here to Washington. I think they're gonna have to trade up to get him, and I don't know if yeah. they're gonna do it. I think I'm gonna the, throw. Bears will get some one of those guys. I agree with Matt. I think the Saints is a pretty good spot too. What Matt said. I think Kyle Trask because the Saints fits really fits the system. Very Drew Brees like, just bigger. I like Trask for the Raiders actually. Really, I think that's a yeah. I can see Gruden. It, it. I wish we had the show back so we could see who he yeah. falls in love yeah. with. Uh, but uh, it was terrible. Kind of seems like his type of quarterback. Kind of a tough guy. Kind of worked his way up. He kind of likes those underdog. Uh, types. I could see New uh, England getting trashed too. Yeah, I could see that as well. Um, Mills does look like a Chicago Bear quarterback, big, yeah. strong arm guy. Um, he kind of looks like a bad element quarterback, so I could see them going. Uh, I don't know what's what's Cleveland has what? Yeah, Cole McCall, who's their backup? It's um, Case Keenum, Case right? Keenum. You is it really? Like, yeah, you can see maybe him ending up there just as a um, a third guy, developmental guy. Um, 
Oh, and then oh, the Texans maybe one of these two because oh, yeah. we, we kind of forgot about them because they're really not participating. Yeah, in this path. We also uh, forgot about the Seahawks too. <laughs> the Rams also could be a good destination for one because I think they're down to uh, Wolford and uh, Devlin Hodges behind. <laughs> Stafford and Stafford has a tendency to find it. <laughs> <laughs> like it. Hey, they went got Devlin Hodges. Maybe they found I think Detroit up needs a backup as well. I think Detroit needs a little future and future. You know, you know what, man? I, I kind of when we were going through that, I kind of looked it down and I was like, the Lions. I can see the Lions. Yeah, that I can see a Kellen Mond early round two to the Lions. I like him. I and I said it last week on the show. I really like him. Personally, I do not. I know you don't. I know. I you think don't. he was carried last year by the running backs. Yeah, I am not. A, I am not a fan. Uh, I will pound my gavel and say, please do not take him, Washington Reds or football team. Please. I think big arm. I think athletic. I think can move around. So I like the kid. All right. You guys got any other questions? Anything we, you want to cover? I got nothing. I mean, obviously we didn't do trades, so the accuracy of this. It's going to be pretty tough, you know, for our fans. It's We're not GMs. We don't know everybody's pick situations to be able to trade. So just take our picks with a grain of salt. It's it's just in a perfect scenario. So I'm going to type up. I'm going to type up something too, and I'll put it out there for our picks and everything. Awesome. It's going to it's going to be three or four tweets, but yeah, yeah get yeah. it out there yep. on, uh, on notebook wager. Awesome. And I just want to say Kentucky Derby Saturday. I cannot wait. Uh, I, I'm getting some. I'm researching right now. I got trackside. I got some other people giving me some info. I will be tweeting that out Saturday. We're going to give you some more winners on that. I cannot wait for that. Keep following my baseball plays, too. I'm going to give myself a little shout You're out. You're killing it, dude. Right now, I am killing it. Get on board. I gave out the Pittsburgh Pirates tonight. Guess what? Another winner. I gave out the Texas Rangers over three and a half. And they, they're already over that. I got a couple parlays getting really close right now. Mets are going to let me down because the Braves are rocking it tonight. Cardinals are beating the Phillies. I said that was going to happen. Follow my picks. I'm on fire. Let's try to stay hot, people, because these are free picks. I'm trying to make you money. I like it. And I'll get back on the MLB wagon starting next week. My month my month trend search is over. I got to put it to use. I like nice. it. All right, boys. I got nothing else. You got nothing else. Let's call it a night. Nope. I can't wait to tweet all night Thursday night. I'm going to be half intoxicated, smoking cigars, and hoping my Washington football team doesn't screw this up. You know we're going to have – you're going to look down at your phone at one point, and we're going to have like 78 messages on your phone. <laughs> it's, it's like – oh, it's it, so it's like a charity dinner function, smoke cigars, drink, eat, everything. I'm probably going to be the only dude in the bar while everybody else is out there rubbing elbows and whatnot. There's always one other guy. Hey, just you, you'll have a best buddy. True. I don't you'll know. have a best buddy. I know a lot of nerds going. Just tell them you're we'll working see. your part-time job. You got to study for the show. <laughs> all right, boys. That's all I got. All right. All right. See you guys. Killing it, Smitty. Thanks, JK. Bye.